0: Welcome, citizens. You're listening to New Amsterdam
1: Radio, the podcast for creatives.
0: Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now.
1: Welcome, citizens. We're in the thick of June, everybody. And above all, it being... Summer is on the horizon and school is out if you attend. It's my birthday month. What? You know me, I'm celebrating in all kinds of digital ways, if that's a thing. I know this time last year I was uh, telling people if they wanted to buy a t-shirt at my shop, I had a special birthday edition at flopito.threadless.com and I had released my comedy single, Alone in the Club. This year, doing something a little different. Um, one of my sister shows, Flobo Saw It on Netflix. I did a cattle call to all of my friends and all of my acquaintances online to see if you really wanted to review a Netflix show with me. You can hop on and we can chat and vibe about movies. That's kind of a way to like... Help my friends out, and I can help myself out by connecting with people I didn't really know that was into Netflix deep dives as much as I was. And it's been so much fun. And I want to thank you all for doing that. New Amsterdam Randall is part of that same podcast network where Flobo saw Netflix reside. Learn more at newamsterdam.com. And the reason why I am mentioning my birthday month is not because to remind myself that I'm getting old. Although that's true, is to take it way, way back. Jason Storm is someone that rekindled his love for art in a way that makes him stick out more than anything else. And I remember back when we were in our youths as uh troublemakers, kind of sort of in high school, how he was able to work on his craft and even find a new way, a new way of evolving that love, that pursuit of that craft. So to me, this is a get being able to watch someone from zero and watching them finally get the respect they deserve, the flowers, if you will, blowing up, if you will. So my chat with Jason Storm is just on the horizon. But before I do, gotta say, patreon.com slash voice we call it the Boisterous Crew. That's you can unlock show notes, extended interviews, and more, especially exclusive shows like Flow Beatles Book Club, where we review books every other month on the platform patreon.com slash global voice and now without any further ado my chat with jason store welcome back to new am sam marina podcast for creatives and you know it's all about creativity across the board but it's one thing i know i can't do and that's the art work. But my guest can I can't believe this. I knew this dude for almost 20 years and we are old enough to say that without any bit of humor or jokes. Please give it up for artist Jason Storm. How you doing,
0: sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, this is actually a
1: pleasure. Like I was telling you before we went live, you're a hard man to pin down these days. You out there moving and shaking and creating. Like what's how's that been?
0: I, it's it's been rough, man. I um I recently did my last show um in May just to uh kind of get myself in the door with more people you know more influential people so it's been rough man just grinding with the art trying to really put myself out there so right now it's i'm back on the grinding board you know what i mean i'm 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 getting ready to put something out that's going to be fire and hopefully it catches the eyes of the people that i needed to catch well, it's interesting because we were like literal like
1: friends, but definitely social media friends for a long time. But the reason why I called you to be on the show was that a week and a half ago, I was on that TikTok and and Homeboy showed up in my FYP. Like just out of nowhere. I mean, like, the reach is crazy with social media. So let me ask you this, man, like the doing art and creating a craft, but then finding a new audience. Has anyone else had a hit you up and was like, Oh, I saw your artwork, how you doing? Keep pushing, how's what's the feedback been like?
0: Yeah, and the feedback has been crazy, man. I I get so much DMs on a daily basis. It's sometimes it's overwhelming because I try to answer everybody. I try to you know be courteous to everybody that I that I encounter, and you know highly be be supportive because art is a very subjective thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, like even when we were in school, I uh, I always knew that I had that talent that I can draw and that if somebody told me my art was good i knew for the fact that it was good like i knew that yeah but then you you have a lot of people that are are not confident enough in that space so for somebody that they look up to tell them that yo that's not good or yo you need to do x y and z it kind of can discourage them completely you know what right. i'm saying so you got to be really cognizant about what subjectiveness you're trying to you're trying to put on people so you just got to really Kind of niche it down. If this is what they're trying to get into, you got to kind of be open minded to that's that space and what they're trying to create. So it's it's been rough, man. But the feedback, the feedback has been overwhelming, especially like in the shows, um, Instagram. Like the some like I think my biggest viewed video on Instagram is the the time lapse I did of Rogue, and yeah. I think that's like twenty thousand. Yeah. It still blows my mind. You know what I'm saying? It's still blows because I think that's the biggest one. Everything right. else kind of has like you know a thousand here, a thousand there, whatever. And I'm I'm slowly growing that uh that following. You know, it's 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 slowly coming along. I remember just getting to like when I started that page. I I had like maybe ten subscribers, 10, 10 followers at that point. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, I'm never gonna make a hundred. I made a hundred. <laughs> you know, you go through the numbers game, you're like, damn, I made hundred. I right, let me see if I can get 200. And after a while, I, I just stopped caring about the numbers. So I'm just like, you know, I like the environment. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. call me, they, they'll they they'll like call me through Instagram. Um, you know, they'll send me voice messages. It's ridiculous, man. But I wholeheartedly appreciate it all.
1: So let me ask you this, man, because I think we've all been there. People who create things digitally we go, oh man! This is my last work. This is the this is the hustle, and you get those two views, or twelve views, or six views, or in my case, it's a couple dozen. You know, it's easy <laughs> to get discouraged. You said you said you stopped caring about the numbers. So, like, what brought you to that point to not care about the numbers? And when did you actually get a following?
0: Um, I'm gonna say I stopped caring about the numbers when I hit about 500. Um, because at that point, I had found myself becoming obsessive every five minutes jumping on Instagram, hey, did I get another one? You know, I had found that and I kind of just like, I had to detox. So what I ended up doing was um, focusing on more on the art itself. And that allowed me to separate myself from my phone. Um, The next thing that that really played an integral part into getting the following was now starting to show the process and the way I draw and the way I paint, you know, all the little mediums that I do use that helped tremendously because a lot of people are so blind to the amount of work that goes into making art that they, you know, it's almost as if somebody says to me, Hey, yo, can you draw me? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, not a problem, but you know, this is what it's going to take. Like why so long? How, why so expensive? Like, right. You can't ex- yeah. You can't expect something to be handmade to be cheap. You know what I'm saying? Especially when people are making it with extreme love. So, um, just showing that process helped me gain, you know, the following that I do have now and hopefully the following will, the following that I will have in the future, you know, cause I'm, I'm hoping that um, after the next couple of months when I lay certain things in place, that the following will increase for the, for the longevity. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, I'll tell you this much. Um, if, if you had told me back in high school that we would have, been where we are or that I would have been doing art like this, I would have told you that's a lie because I completely had no intentions of doing any of this. Art to me yeah. was just a scapegoat. Yeah. It was just that moment of of peace I could have had in the back of the class when the teacher was teaching. I really didn't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that that's what it was for me, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm proud of I'm proud of the, the the um the energy that I'm putting out.
1: So this is the time I get to, to admit that I was I was jealous of young Jason Stone, man. Like, this is true. True story. I would in high school, homeboy was popular. He dressed well. Like he did the thing where you were well, I'll admit it. No, I I admit the heck out of it cuz we were both <laughs> big fans of the rock the professional wrestler the rock and and because sometimes you come to school with the with the flowery shirts and the the gold chain and i asked my mom (laughs) can i get some flowery shirts for thursday dressing up like the rock and all that uh but there was one piece you did and it was the giant portrait of said rock uh it was definitely in the mutton chop era with the thick sideburns in the chain. I was like, yeah. yo, you got talent too, man. Oh, you at least have the girls for me. What's up with that? But my my, my question is, you were, you were on that for a while. What what caused the break, made you stop for a minute and just focus on well, other things?
0: I, I never yo, know, I never uh for one, um I was always a, a very snazzy dresser growing up. Um mm-hmm. I always felt like appearance was a was an important thing. So I was always a very snazzy dresser kind of like to put myself you know together like I wanted everything to match and it was just you know it was it was sort of vain but it's because of it was because of me idolizing my cousins you know who were very into themselves wow. so um like even that period you know I always like dressing even today I always like dressing in, in 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 um suits and and slacks and button-down shirts and you know ties and just looking real presentable. So when I was in school, um, you know, you have that 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 large crowd of popular people. You know what I'm saying? And I always I, I I've always said that art is not the the talent like singing or dancing. So mm-hmm. you could just be walking through the hallway and start busting a note, and everybody's gonna turn around and be like, oh snap, yo, some could sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you could start busting a break dance, you know what I'm saying? And you nearly rocking it or whatever. Right. It. it was like, oh, son, yo, son got moves. Art wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I felt almost as if if I was to come up to you and be like, yo, Flo, look, look at look what I did. It was almost yeah. like boasting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so. so yeah. the way I went around that was like, all right, since I can't focus on showing people my art, what I would do is that show people that I, I could take care of myself. Oh, okay. So I would come, you know what I'm saying, I would come to school with the flashy shirts and the slick slacks and the, the hush puppies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and the and the and the chain and you know what I'm saying? And a lot of that was saved up allowance, bro. A lot of that was saved up allowance and you know, a a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of layaway plans, you know what I'm saying? Just making sure <laughs> making sure I can have my clothes and that brought popularity because it separated me from everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of the girls, um, a lot of the girls they saw that separation. And it was like, well, he's on a grown thing right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really didn't I really didn't wear jeans in in high school that much. Um because I tried to stay the course of just being very presentable. And it helped a lot because a lot of my teachers were um they were more you know they're more approving of me. So if I needed something, I noticed the difference. For the yeah. ones that knew me, you know, in, in the fitted cap with the do-rag and the baggy jeans, like those those teachers, they treated me different from the teachers that always saw me dressed up. Yeah. So I, I, I it, it helped a lot and it helped me graduate. You know, needless <laughs> to say like, yeah, I, I had a rough time. Um, I had a rough time after uh let me see me me and me and me and james we battled throughout ninth and tenth grade so around around 11th grade 12th grade is where i started having a lot of struggles because i stopped caring yeah you know what i'm saying um yeah. but yeah it, it, it was it was uh it was, <laughs> i didn't i didn't i honestly didn't know you felt like that which is which is oh. cool because yeah yeah it, you know I didn't think anybody was. I really didn't think anybody I didn't really think anybody paid me attention at that point. It's, it's a, that
1: weird. It's a unique situation, at least in our high school uh, growing up. And I think it's the kind of thing anyone could pull from, not just us, reminiscing about high school. Is that, like, the, the thing you see on TV about popularity, like, the jocks and nerves didn't quite exist. It was a lot more dynamic than that. So, like, I have friends. It wasn't like I was by myself, and it was a giant rain cloud over my head. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, when we're yeah. talking people and Sergio comes in smelling like a million dollars, looking like a million dollars with art on his side at the hip. It was like, oh, it was a total package. You're not just, you're not just selling the actual work, the content, if you will, you're selling the content experience. This is something we think about, right? You're not just selling the iPod, you're selling the people dancing in the video. You're not selling the Lexus, you're selling the the wine and cheese and all that fancy stuff with the Lexus. And I thought that was a, a cool thing. You actually cornered that, maybe even inadvertently, you cornered that way back then,
0: you know? Right. You know, I never thought about it like that, man. You know, I, I I was just trying to be, I was just trying to be myself um, to the best of my ability, but turn, you know, turning that volume up, you know what I'm saying? And then really just trying to, you know, eliminate a lot of the negativity around me. Because, you know, realistically, um, Namdi, James, yourself, Rick, um, Aaron, um, Cheyenne, you know, the majority of those people I met, you know, just through in-class conversation. You know, yeah. the first person I met coming to school was Rick. And, yeah. and, fu- and funny funny enough, it was because of my shirt. Oh, wow. of that flashy shirt. Um, we were yeah. on the bus. We was on a B82 coming into school. And now uh, we got off on our Bedford. Well, so we got off on Bedford. Like he was grilling me the whole way from like 52nd Street, he's grilling me the whole way, so I was grilling him back because you know, growing up the way we grew up, somebody's grilling you, and you ain't really, you kind of turn that shy eye, you know what I'm saying? They might, they might take your bread, so right, I'm grilling him back, like, yo, you ain't even about to have that that time today. So I didn't know we we're going to the same spot. And um, when we got off the bus, he was still looking at me, so I was just like, yo, what up? And he was just like, that's a nice shirt, bro. And <laughs> the same time the same time because I had a, I had a first down um it was like a first down samurai shirt. you know what I'm saying yeah. it was like it was like silk like a silk samurai shirt and um I seen his stuff he had you know back then we had those uh like the like the the dragon Ball Z anime shirts yeah, yeah. so I turned to him and I was like, that's a dope shirt too. so we just started walking to school. You know, talking talking smack, he was like, I'm Rick. And I'm like, I'm Jade. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's how we became friends over the shirt. So, oh, wow. Yeah. That's an SNL
1: sketch right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no money. That's a nice
1: fashion piece right there. I like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we always joke about that, that it was a shirt that that spawned our friendship and we we good friends till today, you know? Mm. But, you know, what's funny, like, even with you, you know, confession, like, I always wanted to, and I—I I never thought that I was. Some people tell me that I—that I was, but I never felt like I was. But funny enough, like every time I would walk into class, um, I remember we had a class together, I think it was like Mr. Baines, Mr. Baines. Uh, oh African, yeah, uh, it was. It was.
1: Yeah, it was. It was English, but he took time to it was, make us about the entire, the African American the entire, history. Yeah, yeah
0: the entire <laughs> Black race. And, yeah. Um, and it, it it became a little overwhelming because I started to feel out of places. I'm like, all the white people in this classroom must feel like we're trying to spawn an agenda here, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and we have nothing to do with this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but you you were you were you were in the class, and you know, like you you would have the class in tears just cracking jokes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'll be in the yeah. back of the class drawing, and I'll just be like, yo. Yo, this kid is mad funny, man. Like, how do I get <laughs> like that? But you know, yeah. you, you know, you never say anything. You just kind of like, all right, yo, he's doing his thing, so you know, I stay back here and mind my business. Right. But yeah, man, like, yo, everybody has that that God given talent. You were just talented at telling jokes, bro. Like you, oh,
1: I you know, that, and this
0: and despite like, and that's one of the things that I appreciated so much about you, especially being a friend, you know, of me back then. You know what I'm saying. That I didn't feel that judgmental space when I was around you, you know what I mean. Um, and despite how you might have felt, you know, in your body at that time, I never saw that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It, 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 like, so imagine, imagine never seeing that, and then years later, on, on a YouTube video, I, uh-huh. I see Flo, I see Flo looking like this. I'm like. Whoa. <laughs>
1: The subway diet's real, brother. It's real.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, what, what just happened? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you, you never really, you never really think about how that person is is is, is really um, coping with, you know, that lifestyle. So when I mm. saw you do that, I was just like, okay, all right, I got, I got to get on point now. Flowbo pushing. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right. I got Kalolo in the back, off. baby. You
1: know how it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh no. So you know this I, I, I gotta get back on my on my um on my journey myself because you know, that life takes over and everything. And I mean I, I still maintain a decent, you know, decent size. But uh, Yeah, yeah, you got to. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not ripped as I used to be in high school, which was yo, you know, and and, and that was because of of the environment we were in, we never had as much jocks in school, but we did have some jocks in school. Oh, we, we did, did, yeah.
1: But some- it wasn't like a TV show where I was wearing leatherman jackets and stuff. It, yeah, we had yeah. jocks for sure. Yeah, we yeah. had.
0: We definitely had a lot of those guys. Um, so yeah, you know that was that was a part of the competition. I felt like I felt like high school was just a bunch of you know competitive days. You know, a bunch of competitive yeah. days, and when we when we eventually um got out. Um, I couldn't be more happier. I mean, I I'm, I'm I miss you guys like crazy because you know you spend four years with these people and they become family. So I miss you guys like crazy, but I, I was happy to get out the building. Yeah, I'm the same
1: boat. But I like the fact you out the building, you thriving right now. I was looking at your art portfolio, man, with the shows going on and the 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 the, the crafting of it all. Does anyone ever hit you up with the, with the stereotypical, like what do you see yourself in five years with your art? And you have plans yeah. like that? Do you, my project?
0: Yeah, actually I, I did a, I did a uh, interview yesterday with a creative artist magazine. Um, yeah. um, the uh, owner is uh, Miss Pauline Samuel. So she, she basically princess magazine full of upcoming artists um, twice a year, I believe it is. And then she pretty much pushes it out everywhere. So mm. overseas, you know, across the states, it goes everywhere. So um she she did ask me where do I see myself in 10 years? And I'm I kind of see myself doing more artwork for me more than commissions. I see myself doing more artwork of celebrities because I've always had that knack where I wanted to do more celebrity art, you know, do uh images of you know, not only um, not only just celebrities, but celebrities that inspire me and celebrities of color, you yeah. know, um, to really record that history. Because, like it or not, we're, we're from that generation now where our musicians and our, our basketball players are really the alumni that's still relevant. You know what I'm saying? Unlike yeah. our parents, unlike our parents who had those musicians that fell off, but it's the classics <laughs> I, our, yeah. Yeah. our musicians are still relevant. So when you look at Jay-Z, still relevant, but legendary. You know what I'm saying? Bustin' Rhymes, still relevant, legendary. You know what I'm saying? Mad Skills, still relevant, legendary. Uh, you, you look at, you know, Edges Elba, legendary. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, legendary. You know what I'm saying? All these people yeah. are are still relevant in our time, but yo, they got tons of, of work behind them. So I see myself doing more of those portraits and doing more of those, you know, celebrities so that I could I could I could kind of gain um my following from holding that part of history accountable. You
1: know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: And hopefully, you know, hopefully you know, my following does help me, you know, tag these people in and, and, and get them to see the art and appreciate it. Because yeah. I believe as a, as an artist, that's a part of, that's a part of what I do is, is recording the history. It's sort of like a historian.
1: So what's been your mix as far as analog versus digital, like portraits versus murals versus fashion, like what's been the way you've been able to express yourself then, through
0: your art? Um, so right now I'm heavily inspired by acrylic paint. Um, I use all mediums. Anything that I could pretty much get my hands on, I I will I'll make something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use graphite, you know, copic markers, alcohol markers, uh acrylic paint, oil paint, pastels. Um the only thing I don't do is mold. I don't I don't shape clay and stuff like that. Um yeah. that's way beyond way beyond <laughs> my expertise. But um anything that I could get my hands on, I will create something with, but What I found myself to do um, as far as the mix goes, um, digitally, I love digital art because it allows you a quick, sort of like a quick fix. You don't have to have colors for anything. You don't gotta have all this stuff laying around in place. Everything is on that tablet. So I can create really quick um, things. The problem is that I'm so traditional and old school that I like having something tangible. So yeah. I like I like being able to hold my art and and really seeing it and reflecting it in the light and yeah. you know, really seeing those no strokes. So that's why I'm so um, inspired by acrylic paint because I found so many new ways over time to manipulate the paint and make it does things that I make it do things I want it to do that other people are probably not aware of. You yeah. know, so a lot of the times people will see my portraits and they think that it's oil paint it's not. You know, it's acrylic. Whoa.
1: Yeah. So I, I heard that the best artists are the ones that can take life experiences and flip them, whether or not the subject is kind of irrelevant because it was commissions, but being able to put you a little bit of yourself in your art. How do you approach about getting those life experiences? Are you a travel person? Do you read a lot? Do you just meditate? Um, like, How do you get that that creative cup to run it over?
0: Um, inspiration is everywhere for me. So just even like being in a conversation, it, it, it's it's inspiring because I might take from this conversation by things you might have said. Um, it, it just really depends. Like even for instance, like that, that Prince painting that I did, um, mm-hmm. a lot of what you're seeing there is what I felt listening to the music.
1: Oh, I see some you know, of the song titles around his face. That's right. pretty sick.
0: So, so a lot of what you see there, that passion that you see in the stroke work and the way I did, you know, the painting in half color, half black and white, is, is what you're seeing as an emotional aspect of the painting. So inspiration comes from literally everything. Like right now, you could just say one word to me, that'll make me go, oh snap. I gotta yeah. write that down. And I, right. I feel like, you know, and I feel like I'm ai I feel like a rapper at times because I'm writing down little bars here, just trying, yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, just trying to put that idea down. So Oftentimes, I'll travel with my iPad. i a majority of the time. I have a sketchbook with me, and um, I'm just sketching. You know, I'm just sketching, and then that might spawn into an idea that I'm like, "All right, I gotta paint that." So, yeah. like, like the work that I'm that I'm doing right now that I really can't put on my page. Hopefully, by the time it's done, and when you see it, you're gonna be like, "Yo, that should bananas." Yeah, you, you know, saying? because it's it's coming from that that internal place. That means something to me. Every time I do something, it it means something to me. So that's why I think it, it's it's a it's a bit more relevant. Like even a Ryu um, painting that I recently did, um, that's spawning from childhood. You know, yeah. really, really looking at you know going to the arcade and playing. So anybody within my age group can really you know relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Were you a or, Ryu guy? Are you
1: were you Ryu? Oh, yeah, okay. Ryu Ra-
0: Ra- 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 all day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for
1: having to question that, sir. You know what
0: I'm saying? Ryu, Ryu's, Ryu's gritty, and he just, uh, he's just the, uh, I, for me, he's the ultimate character because he doesn't really, like, he's like the Mike Tyson of Street Fighter for me. Like, unlike okay. Balrog, he's like the Mike Tyson because Mike never really cared how he went into the ring. He just wanted it to do what he had to do. Right? Right. That's how... If you look at Ryu, that's how he gets in there. He's yeah. got one bag, he doesn't care about how he looks. He ties his headband and he's ready to get down. So his okay. moves are real, you know, real to the point. They're not really flashy. So I, I really, I really dig Ryu. But I use other people too, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, might ha- you might have to go up against somebody cause you know, you might, I might be playing flow and flow, you know. <laughs> No, I'm terrible and, at the games, man. You know what I'm saying? Throw me, a, throw me a whooping, so I probably got to get Blanca or something like
1: that and just start cheesing. Dude, I never had a main until Marvel's Capcom 2. I was terrible at all of them. And then Marvel's Capcom 2, it was War Machine and Mega Man. Before that, it was like, doesn't matter who, I'm going to get my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked Ken because he was an American dude. I was like, oh, there's a guy in the game. He's kind of solid. But like, it feels like more orGs were like, yo, Ryu was like the, the top one. Like, Don't even, there's no comparison.
0: Yeah, Ryu was was definitely uh I think I think Ken Ken was a bit stronger in comparison because he was faster. Yeah. But if you really got good with Ryu, you were very hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you really spent the time to get good with him, you were hard to beat. But you know, I'm an avid gamer, bro. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm like, you know, I, I haven't gamed much since I since I really put back you know, time into my art because it takes a lot of time. A lot of those paintings take hundreds of hours. Oh you know? wow! So like that, the Prince painting took two hundred and ninety-eight hours to do. <sighs> Woo! You know, I am saying the Ryu was over five hundred. Um, oh, man, the the Obama was like was like one ninety. Yeah, you know, it, it it was it's a lot of hours in that stuff, man.
1: I'm just going through your gallery here. That that just puts everything in perspective. I mean, I remember when you were, i say, like, not starting out. That's kind of a, a misnomer, But getting back into it, how uh, you had like the the Sonic Chronicles, how uh, you were watching, oh. how you were trying to draft the Sonic, and doing drafts and drafts and drafts. You're like, bro, I don't get it the first time. This so is not an artist. If I don't get it the first time. <laughs> what's on TV? And I was like, man, the dedication involved, man. That is just nuts. But now your song is pretty crisp,
0: man. It's like almost like like. Official, like Sega official. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it, but you know, there's so many renditions of Sonic. There's so many, uh, there's so many ways he's drawn simply, you know, simply, almost like the way they did DuckTales recently. You know, they, they, they took away that, that Disney flair and they just really made him as simple as possible. Um, I think that's also unique in itself, you know, simplifying an art form that we grew up so comfortably knowing to have immense graphics, you know, and really simplifying it. I think that's also creatively, you know, genius. So um, what we consider to be on point is is still just subjective. So I feel like I'm, I'm just here to record as much of, you know, our generation, you know, as much as I can, because my my whole goal is at some point to have one of my paintings and be in a museum. Fortunately, the how would I say this? Unfortunately, the 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 numbers show that the only people that are in these museums have been dead.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I got you. I don't
0: think there's yeah. as as anybody alive today that's actually in um, a modern art museum. So, you know. It's all, it's, at this point, it's all about legacy for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, actually, I'll tell you what, around, because I had taken off about nine years from really, you know, dedicating myself to art. Um, so this is right after we we graduated school. Um, I kind of had just taken off a, a, a long time from really dedicating myself there and what really, Sprung me back into into motion. Um, I was listening to, I was list, I was I was listening to music on uh, YouTube, and um, the next video up was the Steve Harvey video,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and he he started you know preaching, I like the end of the show or something like that, and he was like yo, he was like you want to know how you make a lot of money. He was like you got to live in your gift. And I was just like, I don't know why, but it made me stop. And it made me look at the, the screen. And I was just like, yo, this is crazy. And I just started having this relationship with the video. And he goes, yo, your gift will make room for you. If you live in the gift, it'll put you, he said, if you live in your gift, it'll put you in the presence of great men. And it just, it went off right there. And I was like, damn, you know what? I wonder what would happen if I, if I really put myself in that position and dedicated myself to art what would happen yeah you know and i've always been that type of person that i if i put my mind to something and i really decide yo this is what it is i'm gonna accomplish it i don't take no for an answer so i sat there that day and i was like that's it i'm i'm locking it all down this is what i'm doing
1: family's cool with it
0: oh yeah they was they was definitely cool with it you know but again I didn't, I didn't really look for validation outside of that point. Mm. You know, I. to me, I felt like that was God really, you know, getting my attention. You know what I'm saying? Because I've, 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 I've already spent so much time away from it. And he was like, all right, look, you gotta, you gotta jump back on the horse, bro. That's not the life that you're living now is not the life that I have for you. So you got to get back on the horse. So I felt like that was that moment that I was like, okay. And this was around 2017. Yeah. So i only recently recently got back into art like that so um I, I went from there i created that that little sonic piece for a friend of mine um and then it just started snowballing i started getting that love back for it and then i started using color pencils because i started back with color pencils and graphite and then mm-hmm. i went from the colored pencils to the markers then i went from the markers to to, to pastels and then I was like, all right, now I want to do this. And then I just started having so much fun creating again that I was like, yo, I gotta get back in the paint. And and that's how that started. So so I, I I I um I owe a lot to that video from Steve Harvey because it allowed me to realize that um if I if I if I really put my mind to it and stick with my gift, I would have, you know, abundance, which is what I have now, because if I didn't do that. I wouldn't be here talking to you. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have done the interview yesterday. I wouldn't have done none of those art shows. I wouldn't have had the following that I have on social media. So it's um, it's been good.
1: Well, I have to get out of here soon, but I, before I do, I just want to say that something very similar happened to me. I was I was trying to find work. I was doing the, I still am a, a wedding DJ, but you know it's kind of hard to start a new business, especially being a business owner of color and trying to get comedy bookings. And and I was like, yo, because now in LA they have uh, free tickets for shows. This been pre-pandemic, obviously. You can go to a talk mm-hmm. show like The Real, or you can go to like the uh, uh, James Corden. And sit in the audience, and I went to the Steve Harvey show when it was at Universal. When had an mm-hmm. show, so I went. I sat there, and of course. This is you sit in the audience, you clap, yeah. You know, he, yeah, he he his, told, like his,
0: the applause sign. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's actually,
1: it's actually a dude that comes out alright you All right, y'all, I need you guys to applaud? Let's do it. And there's no <laughs> sign anymore. The sign was budget cuts. There's no more sign. Uh, <laughs> you know, after an hour and a half of clapping, you notice before you're, like, you're tired or whatever. And he had yeah. Hill Harper on the show, and Hill Harper was was dope. If you guys don't know who Harper is, I mean, he played um uh Booger on oh, no, on. He got a game. Um yeah, Anyway besides the point at the end of the show, he got a a little talk with the audience and very similar. He was like, look, man, I'm from a small town. uh, Like, like, out there in the South that did not exist anymore because they done like mine all the coal out there. I tried my hardest to to make it out of here. I was, I was hungry. Uh, I had to like ask people to stay on the couch or whatever, but you know, it's worth it because you push it, It's worth it. Now I'm a Christian. I ain't a good Christian. <laughs> I'm an entry-level
0: Christian, <laughs>
1: but you know, it's your path. It's your path. I'm sitting there going like, Yo, it's Thursday afternoon. I ain't going cool to church. Damn. You know what I mean? It was very similar. When I heard, I heard that. I'm like, yo, it has to be better than this. It has to be better than, than eating ramen packs and hopefully someone gets you a job like becoming a copywriter. If you really want to do humor, you really want to do comedy, you really want to do entertainment, if you really want to be Flobo and not uh, happen to be someone else, you can be yourself and get make a living, it has to start there. So I think it was kind of cool that both and I had, had Steve Harvey moments.
0: Yeah, kind of the Yeah, it's
1: it's,
0: it's I, I think uh, I think he's a he's a he's a genius person. I think he's a godsend, man. You know, so without 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 giving away too much, um I look to him for a lot of inspiration. So maybe yeah. at some point I'm gonna do a, a portrait of Steve.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully, man. Too. But I'll, I'll definitely get a copy of print. I'm not the original. I can't afford the original. I'll get a print. <laughs> I'll frame that in my house, you know. No, Yo, but but Jason Storm, thank you so much for being on the show, New Amsterdam right, thank Radio. You for me, brother. If someone wants to follow you, see what your art portfolio looks like, how can they go about doing that?
0: Um, so I'm on Instagram at Jason Storm Art, which is J A Y S O N S T O R M A R T. Um, that follows for for uh, Facebook. Um, if you're going to follow me on Telegram, if you want to contact me on Telegram, it's at Jason Storm. Um, same spelling, J-A-Y-S-O-N-S-T-O-R-M. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. I, I I, mean, I have TikTok and stuff like that, but if you get me on Instagram, you get me everywhere. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I, I want you back, man, when you're famous. I want you to be like, yo, man, sorry, bro, I can't listen, do your show. Bro, I got to do your Listen, blue listen, blue listen,
0: listen, Flo, listen, I will <laughs> never, I will never... <laughs> You know what's funny that you say that? There's a lot of people that we graduated with that turned Hollywood on us, bro. I believe it. I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's like seven people with. I talk in high school still. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, really went Hollywood on us, bro. So you know, they 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 got into a few things, and you know, it, they just they don't want to talk to you. But I will never do that. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? You you call me. Listen, I'm there. All right, <laughs> dude, I'm there.
1: You got witnesses right. now, y'all. Yo. You, got, yo, you, got, you witnesses.
0: got witnesses, bro. Listen. <laughs> listen. The the thing I cherish most is the friendship. So yeah. ain't nothing gonna come between that. You feel me? Yeah. You know, so you call me, I'm there. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W, Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.